we're back for episode two. Thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode. Based on numbers, it seems like people are enjoying it. So very exciting. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, just yell at strangers or, or whisper in their ear at the grocery store and tell them about the podcast. Uh, whatever you could do, spread the word. We need to spread the word. That's the thing. Of course, I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Uh, G- Gary. Gar- Mr. Gary? Mr. Gary's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Gary, of course, is here. Gary, welcome. Uh, welcome back to uh, episode two. Happy to be here for another one, man. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. Uh, the first one was a ton of fun. We've got some really exciting stories to get into. Um, before we get to all of that health update, I guess, I'll, I'll give everyone a quick little leg update. Not really health. My health is fine. My leg is just... It's that goddamn leg. <laughs> it's the leg, for sure. So Gary obviously is is uh, a friend, and he's been very nice, and he's sort of aware of everything, but just for the listener, and I maybe haven't given you all of the details, so I could sort of fill you in on a few things. But essentially, where we're at, my leg is still relatively broken. Can't really walk on it still. I could stand up. It's pretty wild to be 36 years old and be excited that I could stand again. It's progress, I, though. <laughs> I could. It is. I could stand on, on two feet without any help. I can't do anything else. But I could do that. So we're getting it's the beginning. Um, but essentially three weeks ago, I went to the surgeon for like my final checkup, basically my lap, my final x-ray before I start doing physical therapy and getting back on my feet. And the day that I got there for the checkup, I got an incision infection in my leg. What they're thinking is these stitches, they're supposed to dissolve. It's a goddamn magic trick. They're supposed to dissolve. And I th- he's thinking maybe one or two of them didn't dissolve properly, kind of got stuck in the incision uh, or dissolved into my leg, whatever, and uh, caused a bit of a skin infection. Luckily, dude, there's like basically just like a hole in my leg. So essentially what happens is he goes, yeah, you got a skin infection. Uh, Here's a giant horse pill antibiotic you need to take for the next two weeks, twice a day. Sucks. I'm bummed. Obviously, you know, it's already been like six weeks of dealing with this. You don't want to get like more bad news. You just want him to be like, everything looks good. Get the fuck out of here. And then you just, you know, I moonwalk out of there on one leg. But but yeah, so it was a bummer and I was, you know, a fucking sourpuss and was not very thrilled for the next two weeks. And it was a nightmare. And there was times where I thought it was getting worse because it wasn't healing. And I'm a psychopath. So I went to the emergency room and I had to have an emergency room doctor look at it and make sure, you know, and this was after like sending photos to my sister. She's a nurse. So I'm just like bombarding Mm -hmm. her with photos. She's like, Rob, I'm off work. Yeah, she she's I mean, she just uh, her her response back was, yeah, that looks that doesn't look great. I you should figure you should do something. Shit. So, yeah. And then, of course, I go to the emergency room and the doctor takes one look at it and she goes, no, that looks great. You're doing great. That looks good. Just keep taking care of it. And I'm just like, what the f- God fucking damn it, dude. Craziest hospital waiting room I've ever been in. Uh, multiple kid, like teenage kids getting rushed in, broken arm. One kid hit his head, had like a giant golf ball on his head. The other <laughs> one's arm was like bent backwards, getting rolled in. There's a guy in the corner just puking for like 90 minutes. It was chaos. On the floor? In a bag, in like a, oh. in like a grocery bag. Jesus. It was not ideal. Um, So after all of that, take the medication, go back to the get to the doctor, second infection. I get another fucking infection. Uh, There's just like this lump on my leg now, like just like a bump of like some sort of fluid. He is not thrilled, sends me to get an emergency CT scan of my leg. Not fun. Got to get, then I got to get a bunch of blood work because he's like concerned about like my infection, like my blood infection levels. Get, CT CT scan is where they put you in that that tube, yeah. It's a full. It's like a. It looks like a giant donut, and you just go through it. 
Sounds like a tube. Oh, but you're not inside the tube. Um, there's no. Yeah, no, it's it's just it, it's like a donut. It, it, okay. it doesn't go further. That's the best I could explain it. Right. Uh, the only part that sucks is that they have they had to give me they had to inject me with like this saline solution, some sort of solution because he needs to contrast and see if there's like a, a specific fluid buildup in my leg. So they got to like put a thing in there that's going to like change the colors of my blood or I don't fucking know. I'm not a scientist, (laughs) but but not a golfer. So I'm so I'm, I'm sitting there and uh, you know, the stuff they inject me with just makes me nauseous and it was just a nightmare. Um, But long story short, all my tests came back. Everything looked great. Excellent. Uh, Apparently it was just some sort of odd buildup of blood possibly from my first infection it was not a second infection uh it just looked like one uh so i still am unfortunately having to take another antibiotic just to be on the safe side hopefully he'll tell me i could stop taking it tomorrow because i'm really sick of taking antibiotics and my body hates me and my tummy hurts and uh who are these doctors uh yeah dude i you know what i've learned from from all of this and i've sort of known this before but don't walk your dog. <laughs> Stay at home. Never leave your home. Don't leave your house. Uh, wear shin guards and neck pads and elbow <laughs> pads everywhere you go. Yeah. Uh, Dress um, like a rollerblader. It's it, doctors are just they're not guessing, but they kind mm. of are guessing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like, OK, you have an infection. There are five different antibiotics that you could give me right now for this infection. And then the doctor just goes, let's try this one. God and it, damn. And it, didn't, and it didn't fucking work. So yep. he goes, all right, let's try another one. And of course, the next one's stronger and more specific. And I got to take, I got to put a cream on. It's just a lot. But anyway, I see the surgeon again tomorrow. I'm pretty sure he's going to tell me everything's good and that I, I'm there's no more infection. And hopefully I don't have to take any more drugs. And that's I'm knocking crazy. on wood. I'm knocking on wood, but I, I appreciate it. And that's your fun uh, leg update. And the next update will hopefully be me telling you that I learned how to walk again. Like I'm a small toddler of a boy or a 70 year old man. Or, yeah, I start using a cane. And that's Ugh. just that's just the new uh, the new vibe over here will be. I'll get a cool one. I'll go yeah. to like an antique store. I'll get one with like a with a ball with like a dragon in it. I'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Not super fun, but I am grateful that I think it's it's almost over. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. I could have just jinxed all of it. My leg might be fucked. No, you're good. I am. You know, I'm sure everybody who's listening and me in particular, I'm happy. I'm glad that you're on the mend. But man, this has been an ordeal to say the least. (laughs) Yeah, man. I, I had surgery on September 22nd. Jesus Christ, that seems like it's insane that this amount of time has passed. I know. It's crazy. But uh, right. here we are. So anyway, um, yes, thank you for for listening uh, to the podcast. I'm so excited that we're doing these. Uh, like uh, I said uh, before, these are going to come out once a month. I, I hope you dig them and, and tell your friends. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. This first story, man. Just it's it's an it's an insane story. I don't know why I get so much joy out of the entire thing. It just makes like the fact that this this exists and that it got documented just yeah. makes me so happy. Uh, but the, the the headline for this story, and I'm not going to shit on Nebraska, but I'm also not that like I don't know. Does Nebraska have like a like a vibe. It's not like a Florida. If if you said this was in Florida, no one would be surprised. You're right. You're right. Nebraska is corn and football. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of weirdos in Nebraska, but there's a bunch of weirdos everywhere. Um, but this does have a, a, a bit of a Florida vibe to it. it so has, it, it, yes. it, it's a little strange that it's not in Florida. But the the headline is Nebraska funeral worker fired after using sex doll of dead man he was tasked to collect jesus christ if that's not a florida headline you're right dude that's that old germany or florida shit that caroli yes yes 100 a florida story it uh, uh absolutely uh okay so a nebraska funeral worker uh was caught 
after he had sex with a life-size doll that belonged to this dead man that he was supposed to be picking up. But it's it's so much more than that because it's sort of, it, 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 just from what I, I've said so far, it sounds like he went to go collect a dead guy and then saw the sex doll and then had sex with the sex doll and then finished collecting the man. But that is not what happened not whatsoever. This guy thought he was a fucking goddamn secret agent. Ryan Smith, 41 years old, he was arrested uh, and charged with burglary, uh, criminal trespassing, and tampering with physical evidence, promptly fired. I think that's pretty obvious, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I First he, of all... He wasn't invited back. Nice. Can't work in the industry anymore either, too. I mean, no resume. He's fucked. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to uh, erase that one from the resume, for sure. You're going to have to start all over. Maybe tell him you were... Uh, in jail for a while or you you were in a coma (laughs) a gap in employment yeah uh you were volunteering in uh a foreign country you (laughs) know yeah yeah um okay so first of all it's it there's no way this is like i i'm curious about what this doll looked like right it the the way they described it was a life-size doll now there's no way this is like a blow-up doll right like this had to be this this guy must have really spent some cash Hold on, Rob. Yeah. You've never seen these things on the internet? Buddy, we're going to get to it uh, because I might have one. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people fuck these on Pornhub. Oh, sure. They It, com- it comes up through the in the in the search engine. You, yeah, you I don't know it. how. I don't know how. It's Who knows? Me. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. I mean, look, it, it, uh, if you want to pretend like you don't know that these things exist, go ahead. But they do create these light. So when they say life size, th- I'm assuming, yes, this is a full person with some yeah. weight to it. Right. That really looks like a human being. Yes. Or as close as you can get to it. Right. It, it, there's no way it was like just a good blow up doll. This This had to have been something he spent some money on. Right. And I think if you're this guy who works at the funeral home, you don't steal the blow up doll. No. You know, you, you're you and you de- you would deflate that thing. You tuck it into your jacket. But this thing is yeah. it's one of those rubber mannequins. Yeah. Yes. The great way of putting it. It's basically like a he- a, 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 even heavier than a, than an actual mannequin. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is basically a sex doll mannequin uh, with some human weight to it. I understand the appeal. This guy probably is not making a ton of money. He lives in Nebraska. Life isn't probably what he imagined it was going to be. So he's <laughs> in, a, in a stranger's apartment picking up a dead body, and he sees from what I could only imagine would be a $500 to $900 sex doll that is just sitting there, and and the owner clearly is not going to be using it anymore. He's dead. <laughs> What do you? He is you know, dead. Last week, yeah, we t- we talked about whether or not those guys from Arkansas were actually committing a crime. Yeah, and I know this is stolen property, but again, you're right. No one else is using this. And look, and and I wrote this down. And I have like a, some notes here that I really want to. It's very specifics that I want to get into here. It's our um, best story. It's so good. First of all, I understand, buddy. It's probably been a while. You see the sex doll, and you're like, I'm going to steal that thing. You just I, I get it. Right. But, pal, you think when the when the family shows up to, to empty out the apartment, they're keeping that thing. It's going straight to the dumpster. So what you do is you camp out for a few days. You yeah. hang you hang around the area. And when you <laughs> see the family go to empty that place out, just wait for them to put it next to the dumpster. And then it's yours for free. Nothing you- illegal is happening. When you see those legs sticking out of the trash barrel that they wheel out to the fucking sidewalk, you just take yeah. it then. Yes. Yes. And and that's what's so funny to me, too, is like this poor guy was so horned up that he could not wait just maybe another week or so for the family to just empty. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't even have any family. Maintenance might have emptied the place the next day. Now, granted, you might have to you might worry about the maintenance guys because maybe one of them they takes might it take it. Yeah, I've but had this... I've had maintenance guys steal a couch for me when I moved out of a place one time. And th- you could fuck a couch. I mean, <laughs> it's been could, done. You, anything that a man could possibly put his dick inside, 
they're good. They're, they're probably going to take it. So I understand. Look, maybe you were worried about a maintenance guy taking it and you just had to get your hands on it. But the fact that he went back to the property later that day and then decides to to lie and say that the, the police requested that he go and pick it up. Uh, he called the property manager and claimed that the sheriff's office was sending him back to the unit. I love that he that. Oh, yeah. The, the police called me and said that I needed to collect the doll so it could be swabbed for a biopsy. Jesus. <laughs> like, why even mention the doll? Like, just say the police sent you back uh, uh, to pick up a few more things for a biopsy. Why say the doll? He was just so focused on that doll. He couldn't think of anything else. Nothing else. He couldn't have been like, "Oh, I'm going to go get a get a pile of trash, maybe some tissues. They they need they want they want to get some DNA, whatever." He There's just an ashtray in there. <laughs> I need to pick yes, up some, some old cigarettes. Yes, but he just can't do it. So the idea of him thinking and whatever, maybe the guy working at the Nebraska apartment complex isn't the brightest guy in the world, but he's not going to believe that the police said, "You know what? We heard there was a sex doll there." Why don't, why don't we send uh, old Ryan back to go yeah. uh, get that sex doll for us? Yeah. A, 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 a Nebraska property manager sussed this out. He was like, this is fucked. This isn't real. Um, did you see this guy's mugshot, by the way? Oh, yeah. Of course. It's exactly what you're picturing. If you're listening right now, it's exactly what you're picturing. Do you think, Um, I mean, look, I know you got like an established podcast here and I want to be careful, but do you think that... uh? You think this guy might have a touch of the, maybe of the downs? He kind of looked it, a little bit. Okay, too. that's an interesting point. He may, sure, yeah, maybe. I think we all got a touch of Just it. Just honestly, the, I, I agree with you. I'm definitely Asperger, especially as you think. You think maybe the uh, the percentage goes up when maybe it's been a while since you've been with a lady and. You just happen to, you happen to see a very expensive sex doll that's no longer uh, ha- having has a, a living has, owner has no owner. Yeah. And by the way, I just looked at these uh, online. They're going on Black Friday for six fifty. Um, <laughs> this is five foot four, one hundred sixty two centimeter. This one's chubby, so I don't know if she's worth more. Oh, they make she's... they make ones with like different body types. They make them all kinds, different hairstyles, that. different faces. Uh, this one looks like Ariana Grande. This is an anime for sure, but yeah, but the anime you, one is sold. Got to be sold out. Oh my god! It's, it's it's not only is it sold out, but it's one thousand one hundred forty nine dollars. <laughs> this is I grand look, larceny. I, I look first of all, zero shaming going on here. Whatever yeah, you're into, you're into. Yeah. I honestly feel bad for this guy that he was so boned up that he he needed to steal a fucking sex doll from a dead guy. The 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 entire thing is is hilarious and so funny and uh, uh, obviously the the manager does not give him uh, the approval to go in and and get the 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 body uh, the sex doll for a biopsy so the he, second body so he breaks into the apartment yes he, he 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 makes a terrible attempt on the phone trying to trick the manager that doesn't work. So he goes back that night and breaks into the apartment and from what they assume has could not wait to take it home, Mm-mm. has sex with the doll in the man's home. I mean, the disrespect. If I die one day and you find something that you want to have sex with in my apartment, I mean, can we at least air the place out first? I just die. Open a window, <laughs> walk out the window. Can I get a fresh coat of paint on the walls? <laughs> Before <laughs> before you attack my sex doll, like have a little respect, throw the thing out the window, put it in the back of your truck and have sex with it in the parking lot. Yeah, I don't care. You don't even know her name, bud. <laughs> get it out. Get it out of the apartment. But uh, in the story, it basically says that Smith broke into the apartment, then allegedly walked out with his clothing disheveled, which is mm-hmm. so funny to me. I just immediately picture like he's like smoking a cigarette and like his hair is like messed up and you know <laughs> big smile though. Big smile. He's just ear to ear, just the happiest man in the world. And you know what, bud? Look, again, clearly you risk you risked it all. You put it all on the line for this thing, and it did not work out. Um, he of course uh was arrested. And uh, the police are now actually taking it for a DNA uh, biopsy they... to see if he had sex with it. <laughs> now they actually have to swab it. 
you imagine you gotta be the you're the you're the cop who's just got like a, a, a sex doll and like a giant like body bag how do you think they carry it out do you think they body bag it i you want to touch it i mean you got, they got right. gloves i guess I didn't. I haven't even thought about this, but the idea of them carrying it out in a body bag like it's another dead body, but it's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> His to me. neighbors are like, "Holy shit! Two people, two people in two days." Ryan Smith, forty-one. You are my fucking hero. I love. I love everything about this story. I'm so Gabriels. sorry that your life has gotten to the point where it you it had to come down to breaking into a dead man's home to have sex with a sex doll. Should we start the GoFundMe for this guy? I mean, yeah, what let's should... get him. Yeah, let's get him a good lawyer and a <laughs> decent sex doll. We only need like Look, five grand. Public lawyer works fine for me on this case. We're going <laughs> full sex doll. Okay. We're, we're getting him that thousand dollar anime doll, and he's gonna fucking love it. There's one on here that it. it, it by the way, yeah. Shout out firstlovedoll.net. There's yes. one on sponsor here. Sponsor us, please. There's one I'm gonna, on. I'm here. gonna. I'm gonna hit them up. I'm gonna send them this clip. <laughs> I had, this one has like motors in it. So I think we ought to go for like just the gusto for this guy. How much was this one? Uh, $2,500. But, 20... but, but marked down from 28 on Black Friday. He's getting a deal. We're getting a deal. We could raise three grand. No chance we can't raise three grand. Can he bring it to jail? <laughs> I what, He's got to be out by now. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know when this, I don't <laughs> remember the date of this story. I think this happened maybe two, three months ago. It's pretty recent. I would love to. Can you you imagine if I we find this guy on Facebook and we get him on the podcast? Let's a hundred percent try to just, do that. I mean, there's no way he agrees, but we should try, right? I I will I will try. Please, Ryan try. Smith, forty one, Nebraska. If Let's, anybody knows this guy, if if this sounds like a if you live in this town, if you know Ryan, please, I want to talk to him so bad. Uh, and then okay, look really quick. So before I did this podcast, I used to do another podcast. Uh, it was involved with my with my job, and the sponsor of my podcast was called Paradise Adult Boutique, and mm -hmm. it was a adult sex shop that sponsored the show, and he would send me stuff all the time, just wow. like joke stuff, g g g silly stuff, and then sometimes some crazy nice stuff. Well, like, what's a good nice? What, what, give just, us some examples. Just like, dude, like box boxes of stuff, man. Like he would send me, I, I mean, I, I couldn't even begin to explore, but like, you know, this, this, you know, toys and things and r ropes and what, dude, all kinds of crazy okay. stuff. All right. And my point is on Christmas one year, he had one of these $600 half torso, heavy, legitimate sex dolls shipped to my office as like some sort of fun Christmas gag. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy, really. And uh, yeah, um, it got delivered to the front desk, the front desk girl. The, luckily, the place of work I was I was uh, I belonged to was a very laid back atmosphere. So nobody was <laughs> yeah. really, dude, yeah. dude, there was one Christmas. He sent me a box of 10 fleshlights and I walked around my office just handing them out to people. Sex Santa, just, just, just sex Santa all just, day. Boom, boom, yes. Boom. Like that was the kind of stuff that was going on. He was a cool dude. I, he one day he just disappeared. I've never heard from him again. Yeah, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. He was he was great, and yeah. So sent Hold me on. this. Yeah. What a, what what did you do with the half torso? Oh, be honest. So I I they call me down to the front desk. I get down there. They already ripped it out of the the box, and it's sitting on a de <laughs> like a, an office chair, just like next <laughs> next to the front desk girl. I miss radio, dude. Jesus uh. Christ. <laughs> And I just start, you know, I lose it. It's the funniest thing ever. She's got a wig on. She's got like a bikini. And it's it's just it's the best. It's the best. So it's great. It gets wheeled around the radio station all day. It's, you know, it's sitting next to me at my desk. And I just spend the day. I did like a podcast with it. You know, we did like the whole thing. <laughs> she had nothing to say, which is great. Very quiet. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was hilarious. And then, of course. Uh, I had to throw it in the passenger seat and take it home. And uh, that's it's my just, real question. It's just it's just lived in my closet ever since. Uh, I did have to move once, so I moved from a house to an apartment. And I did again. It was it's uh, me and my buddy driving the U-Haul. We put it right in between us. Uh, drove to the new place. Yeah, I mean, I threw it over my shoulder and I carried it into my apartment. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? I I just. 
I have trouble. I feel like the listening audience has trouble believing that if you move that thing, if you actually take that on a move, yeah, that you've never had coitus. Sure, it's, with it, a doll. It was a gift. I'm not great at throwing <laughs> okay, away okay. gifts. Okay, me and, neither. And, and, <laughs> yeah, me neither, look, Rob. Look, 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 look. I, I'm, I, I, I'm admitting I have this thing. I, I'm admitting I, it's made moves with me. <laughs> I have packed up homes and taken it with me. But this is the thing, and this is why I'm I'm being honest. I have never used it. All right. Is because, and I don't think people think about this, but when you're done with it, you got to clean it. It's kind of a one-use thing. N- buddy, mine is like, he must have spent $1,200 on this thing. I know, it's- but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not cleaning that. I'm not getting in there after okay. that. Okay, right. that's fair. But that's that also feels, that feels worse just using it once and then just carrying the used body and throwing it in the dumpster the big old trash dumpster just put it on the sidewalk <laughs> ryan smith would have fucking you'd have been his goddamn hero you know what honestly if we get ryan smith on the podcast i'll mail it to him fuck I'll, yeah dude. i will send it to him uh, unused i swear ryan if you're listening he doesn't give a shit <laughs> i'm saying he stole a dead man's sex doll <laughs> yeah, dude, no i could send him a video of me using it and then, <laughs> and then be putting it in the mail and he'd probably love it. Oh, we shouldn't be shitting on him. What if we get him on the podcast? He can't hear this. It's I know. We're not shitting. I get it. But right. No, I get care. it too. And I'm look. I'm a brother. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a yeah. an ally here. I got one too, too, bud. Absolutely, man. I want one. I don't know who to ask for one. <laughs> my girlfriend get? sees all my trans. We have a shared bank account. She'd know right away. I can't have one. I, have I might have one. to get you one for Christmas. You won't. Please do. <laughs> I'll think about it. Uh, I'll just ship you mine. Um, yeah. it's just gonna me and you and ryan will just mail it back and forth to each other <laughs> oh my god you, that's you the gotta grossest. you gotta fucking clean it though <laughs> all right i'm gonna all of this is getting edited out oh my god that's there's funny. no way we could keep any of that but oh jesus <clears throat> just kidding that's every ounce of that is staying in um yeah so shout out to paradise adult boutique it it, it closed down and then yeah he just disappeared who knows what happened to that guy but um and if anybody's interested in their own, there's good prices right now, but you got to jump on it. You got to jump on it. This is all on Amazon, huh? Yeah. Well, this one is, uh, yeah, like I said. Oh, no, that's right. You gave a website. This is a, what was the this website? Is a web, uh, it's called firstlovedoll.net. Um, but man, they're giving big discounts. $1,500 off this one that has like a labia. And she has, oh, I think they're God. dressed. I don't know. I don't know if they come dressed, but you can dress them up if you want. I think like, I, my, like mine came with an outfit. So, you know, you might Beautiful. get like a, maybe they might come with one, but um, Put a nice sundress on one of them, you know, I don't yeah, know. really dress them up. No, be uh, nice so, to them. Yeah. Shout out Ryan, Ryan Smith of Nebraska. Uh, I hope, hope you're, you're doing, doing all okay. right. Yeah. And uh, I really hope it was worth it, man. Um, you know, and look, maybe when the police are done with a DNA sample, does it just sit in evidence forever? Or could they give it to him? I would ask for it. Can I get my uh, wallet keys and that gigantic sex doll? Please. I also wouldn't mind if you let me keep the body bag that it's in. <laughs> I don't need my shoelaces and my sex doll, please. <laughs> yeah, if I throw a couple of extra hundred bucks in my bail, like, does that get me? What are we yeah. thinking here? Yeah. I'll pay for shipping. <laughs> UPS it. All right. I so, All right. yeah, just an incredible story. I'm so glad um, that we were able to. Uh, fi- I'm so glad that there's an outlet for me to talk about this stuff. Um, this is something we've been talking about for a long time. It did get mentioned on the first episode, so I love that we're we're continuing into episode two. But in the in the first episode, we discussed the the possibility of of P Diddy being involved in the murder of Tupac. There was a gentleman uh, named Keith D who basically said on the record to the police that Diddy offered uh, him money to kill Tupac. Uh, Keefe was a gang member and apparently was the, the gang was offered this money and, and he was he was there for the deal, um, allegedly. And uh, it was it was a wild story. I didn't really buy it. It's it, there were some sketchy parts to it. We sort of just left it there. And then what? Maybe a, a week or two later, giant story breaks. The big New York Times piece. Everybody picked it up, of course, uh, that there was this allegation from his former girlfriend cassie was it cassie i don't know why i don't have yeah it's cassie cassie Mm -hmm. yeah um she basically made a a lot of allegations 
some of them feel free to read the story and get into it we don't need to get into all the ones we want to just get into uh the tupac stuff more more of the 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 violence aspect of it the the part that that got to me was the kid cutty stuff so to really jump to that first i have some audio that i want to play uh from keith d uh where he talks about a deal that he had uh to kill tupac and suge knight by the way he was supposed to kill suge knight as well but we'll get to that in a second the craziest the craziest part to me and it's all crazy but the the part that that i wanted to talk about was that allegedly p diddy blew up kid cuddy's car like it was an like if it was like it was a scorsese movie like like yeah. it was casino and yeah. de niro's walking to his car at the beginning of the movie yes that's exactly what this is straight out of a mob movie yeah and if and if it weren't confirmed in i don't know what do they, what do they call it when when the court takes like a, a record but anyway kid cuddy confirmed that this happened so yes. i'll let you go no, 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 go. Yeah. All I was going to say was that some they reached somebody from the New York Times or whoever reached mm. out to Kid Cudi's publicist or or whoever mm. and asked if, if this actually happened. And their response was, yes, this did so, happen. So Cassie says in her it's a deposition. Cassie says in her deposition that during. So obviously, like like you said, not getting into all the details of that, because it's it's pretty bad and this is supposed to be funny but her relationship with diddy was horrible and at one point she leaves diddy and has a brief relationship with kid cuddy during that time apparently diddy called her to tell her that he was going to blow up cuddy's car and he wanted to be sure that cuddy and this is a quote cuddy and his boys were home so they could see it when it happened which is just such a power move i mean (laughs) the, the guy is a performer for a reason you know, he can produce anything. He could produce a bomb in a car. He produced a scene from Casino in Kid Cudi's driveway <laughs> yeah. without ever even being there. Uh, unbelievable. Now, you know, first of all, Kid Cudi has a nice home with, I'm sure, cameras and a very nice security system. Yeah. There's the true. video footage. He's got to have it, right? He's got to have either at least the video of the car blowing up. Right. Or does he have the video of somebody showing up and wiring the car? Like, I don't even know how you do that. Me neither. Not a fucking doctor. But But there's got to be footage. And could you imagine if this and the next day he settled with Cassie immediately just Mm -hmm. gave her whatever amount of money she was requesting Mm -hmm. just to make it go away, which whatever makes sense. It's a smart move, I guess. Still sad that it that that can happen. It is unfortunate, yeah, that apparent, you know, well, I mean, look, she could have not taken the settlement, right? She could have said, no, I want to go to court, right? Seems to, I, 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 yeah, I I think that's exactly how that works, but that never seems to happen for whatever reason. No, because I'm sure he gave her a big number. It was, I'm sure it was like not, never have to worry again number. I wanted to ask you this and I, I, I I thought about not to, but just let me ask you if, if I, if I murder you, your family cannot say, hey, listen, we're going to let off the brakes here. We just need a million and a half. Why is it that sexual assault cases, uh, cases of domestic violence and everything like that can be settled out of court for a monetary sum? How is yeah. that not the same as capital murder or anything else? Well, I think it comes down to the victim, right? If she's not going to press charges, they're not going to do anything. I guess. Sad sucks it is insane he should he should be held accountable no matter how much money he gives a person but yeah it's a flaw it's a flaw in the justice system for sure and i'm sure maybe we're missing some parts of it or there's there are some sort of you know legal whatever and who knows but yeah i mean of course it's crazy that he could just throw money at a, at a problem that big and get away with it but again i would assume she could have turned it down and really made an example out of him but who who wants to go through all of that? Then it becomes this thing where she's in the news all the time and you got to get on. It's like it seems like probably a lot. true. That's probably true. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing there. But if she did go to court, we might have gotten the security footage from Kid Cudi's drive. I, I need that. I need that. Why has he not put that on Twitter yet? I don't no understand shit. how he hasn't made a TikTok with like, you know, 
every breath I take. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> why, why isn't, why isn't that playing in the background? It got me, dude. While while a, while a guy is wiring his car with explosives, just like, under the hood. Hand me a wrench. I need no three eighths. Come on. We're working metric he's here. He's got a tool belt on, you know, he's got the backwards hat. He's got a skateboard. He's rolling underneath the car, you know, just doing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> what, like I, dude, I just, and I sent you this. Somebody was doing on somebody on Twitter. I mean, you know, Twitter is unmatched. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody did a little bit of detective work and they realized that the, uh, the car bombing of Kid Cuddy, that's what we're calling this. Nice. Uh, happened in february of 2012 mm-hmm. and kid cuddy released a new album in 2013 and the cover is just a giant explosion <laughs> oh we're on to something come on how great is that that's beautiful is that just like a fuck you to to diddy i mean it's gotta yeah. be didn't get me but here's my question if p diddy is going up to south side gang members in the 90s and mm-hmm. you know when the gang members were Really scary. Like, is a 90, 90s gang member is like way the worse. Highest level of scary. Yeah. Uh, he's going up to them and offering them money to kill Tupac and Suge, but he but he won't kill Kid Cudi. Like, he could have easily have set that up to 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 where Kid Cudi would be in the car when it explodes. Right. Why not kill the guy? I mean, I I, I guess maybe he's was being relatively level headed at the time. And yeah. Was like, as as we get older. Look, I'm done killing hip hop artists. We're yeah. just gonna scare the shit out of them now. Yeah, we're just gonna blow up their cars. I, I don't want him in there, Cassie. Listen, I don't yeah. want him in there. Just want him at home with his boys. By the way, I want yeah, them no. playing pool, and I want his friends to witness this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, he's just, I, I, he, he puts on obviously this whole act of of the person he is in in the spotlight, which I think is. A relatively normal thing to do for a lot of these celebrities, but you just don't look at the guy and assume he's putting out hits basically on like other pop artists. But you know, you're right. But we did get a glimpse of that in making the band when he made that band walk to uh, Midtown to pick him up that cheesecake. He's got a sinister side, man. He made him walk to Juniors in Midtown Manhattan to pick him up a cheesecake, dude. Making the band 2024, that he's just like <laughs> having them put hits on people. Yeah. Like, look, We're going to kill want, this motherfucker. If you want your single played on the radio, you got to kill <laughs> Kenny Chesney. I don't I can't think of it. I can't think of an artist. Wiz Khalifa. We're killing Wiz. He's six something tall. He's the next Snoop. He's dead. He's done. There's just, there's just a guy just dumping rat poison in one of his blunts. Like just, he's <laughs> <laughs> just like I guess that's how we'll poison him. I I don't know. How do, how do we kill Wiz Khalifa? It is but pretty wild to think that he is a maniac on the side. I think a lot of celebrities are insane. It might be why they're a celebrity. It might be why they're successful. They're crazy people who like get you know have this idea in their head and then they just do it and they become rich and famous and it just makes them. A thousand times crazier than they already were. You got to be crazy to get there. I want to play some of this Keith D audio. I haven't been keeping track of time. I don't know how long we've been going for, but um, let's play a little bit of this audio. I just want to, and it's basically him explaining what I sort of mentioned in the beginning uh, with Diddy offering these gang members money to kill Tupac and Shug. This is him speaking to a police officer in what I assume is a interrogation room. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start uh, at the beginning here, and I, I'm just curious. Let's listen to this and uh, and get into a little bit of it. Next, we ask Keefe D the million dollar question. On all all four of those occasions, there's San Diego, Anaheim, Irvine, and Vegas. Which ones do you actually talk to Puffy at? Every one. Every one of them. Which of those four is it when you talk to him about murdering Tupac? It was really about both of them. Either one of them. It was uh, Tupac and Shug, you mean? After a concert in Anaheim, Keefe D claims that he attended a party with Puffy in a hotel suite. So it's Harrell, you, Puffy, Zip, and a bunch of Southsiders. And, and what Puffy makes kind of a, an announcement? Yeah. That was, that was stupid as hell too, you know. What did you actually hear? 
what was the words, if, the best you can remember what he says? Shit, he said he'd give us anything for them dudes there, you know? Yeah. He'd give you anything for these guys' head? Yeah. Yeah, he said it in front of all those people, I can't believe it. You know what I'm saying? In Anaheim? Yeah. Whole room full of crimps. So this is after Jake got killed. So he was he was on point, he was worried about something happening. Yeah. She looked at Miles off about a bunch of different stuff, so he was scared. It was yeah, he was scared to death, yeah. Okay. Okay. A few months later, at Greenblatt's Deli, Keefe D claimed that Puffy Combs furthered the solicitation. What happened that made it something other than just him frustrated and boasting? Man, I'll give you guys anything. I mean, what made it a specific, like, hey, I'm serious, I want you guys to kill this, this these guys? I mean, well, he, well, he told me at the Greenback. How's it go? How's the conversation go? I mean, okay, listen, I'll do it, but I need $500,000 or... You know, I've got somebody who will do it, but I need three of them. I mean, we need really specific details regarding that. Yeah, we, we, we wanted a million. Yeah. Um, you said you walked downstairs. Did he say, come meet me downstairs? Yeah, he said, come on downstairs and talk to you. Oh. He tells you, seriously, man, I need to get rid of these guys. I mean, he's looking at you in the eyes and yeah. he's like scared. Yeah. So in your opinion, the specific reason he asked you to come downstairs and talk to him was about that thing, not about liquor or anything. Yeah. It was about that. Well, okay. Yeah. You tell him we'll do it for a million, and he's like, okay, I'll do it for a million. Yeah. He agrees, you shake yeah. on it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. What happened? Gentlemen, he, uh, like, man, I'll shit out. We'll wipe the ass out quick. You know, it's nothing. Who brought up the amount of $1 million? Shit. He did. Puffy did? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't you? No, it wasn't me. I'll shit. A million yeah, dollars out there. Take it for 50. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So he brought up them one million dollars. Yeah. Them project dudes will kill your ass for fifteen hundred. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So we don't need to listen to the whole thing. It's a whole thing, but that's really what I wanted to get into was his conversation with the police, basically telling them he was taken into a room by P. Diddy and, and told, I'll give you a million dollars to kill Tupac and Suge Knight. So last week we were like we were saying that the story sounds suspect and maybe this guy's just doing this for clout late in his life, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Did, this didn't really believe him. Right. This sounds very believable. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, obviously hearing him explain it makes it all seem a little bit more real. And I don't understand. And I guess we just, we discussed this a little bit too. I don't, I don't understand getting to like this point with the police. If you like, we said like he wrote some sort of book and he was like going on the internet and being like, I killed Tupac or pity P Diddy tried to pay me to kill Tupac. I get right. all of that. But when you're like on the record in an interrogation room and you're like, I was at this party, he said it and he said it in front of all of these people, by the way, who are all of these people? Do you think any of them remember it? Like, is there just some guy? In like Chicago, who was like, I was at that party. He did tell everyone. There's, there's got to be one of them that's still alive. Somebody, right? Or did he kill? Had them all killed? He blew up all of their cars yeah. after after the party. Everyone's car exploded. <laughs> it's like this is weird. <clears throat> but also, it's so funny because it's the '90s, so they're like a million dollars. I like, know that's true too. But I, I'm on the record for I'd blow a guy for eight thousand. So, but that that was the you most. You would let me shoot you in the chest for what, fifteen hundred? What was it? So, it wasn't much. Sex doll. Let's. <laughs> I'll renegotiate. It, it is interesting that whole body like, or half torso. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah, if I'm taking a slug to the chest, I want a. I want hair on it. I want eyeballs. Legs. I want blue eyes. But, but he is he is saying that, and this is what got me feeling convinced about this is he was like, yeah, the, the amount of money he was offering was insane. He was like, we would have done this for much less, which I think yeah. is, I, I I feel like that's a hard lie to tell because you're really putting yourself back into like your own head and being like, sure. yeah, we were amazed by this and we couldn't believe how much he was offering because we would have done it for much less. Like, and that he yeah. was announcing this to a, a, a room full of people. P Diddy's got like a real like mafioso you know, Godfather presence or, you know, delusion. Yeah, <laughs> delusion might be the, the best way to put it. Uh, totally agree. I think hearing that audio, hearing the way he sort of describes everything, the de the, the little details that, that mm -hmm. he gives, I think are all signs that, yeah, I don't think, I, I just don't think this guy is coming up with that story. I think that, that sort of that has to happen for him to be able to tell them 
the story like the way he tells it to them. Right. Yeah. yeah hearing I, him hearing him tell it feels different now. Definitely brings a a, a bit more uh, validity. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think that's a good word for it. It, uh, it does feel way more valid hearing yeah. him say it the way he said it. So th- I thought that was interesting. Uh, that that audio is from 2008. Jesus. So a long time ago uh, for it to be making its way on the Internet and sort of making its rounds in the news now uh, is pretty crazy. But again, you know, th- this is that these this is the police in Vegas getting this information from a guy with n- no hard evidence to back it up. So all the, all those years you would hear these like whispers or, or, or whatever, every once a story would come out, they'd be like, it's an ongoing investigation. We are still investigating. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, you're Bullshit. nobody believes that, but they were, they yep. were, they, they, they were get, collecting evidence in 2008. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, so crazy stuff. The car blowing up. I'm never going to get over that. I think it's insane. I hope there's a day where Kid Cudi gets into the details. I, there's so much more, again, like the video of it happening. It's got to exist. And uh, I, I hope one day he's just like on stage at like a concert in like Idaho. And it's <laughs> that's just the day where he's like, let me tell let me tell you guys something. And he just like Hold up a stool. The jumbotron behind him is just like got a video loading. <laughs> one day, one day, or he's going to write a book or, you know, he's going to make a movie about his life. I need something. Will you tell people just I'm I just want to shout you out. Will you tell people what you wanted to call the continuous Diddy segment? Oh, my gosh. OK, yeah. No. So I, I had an idea for us starting another podcast it would be it would be the third podcast on the obsessed with death network and it would strictly it would be a true crime podcast dedicated to p diddy and all of these crimes and we would call it did he do it yeah yeah dude i mean it it might be the best thing i've ever come up with. oh my god that killed me i was in a car dude i almost crashed it i'm genuinely embarrassed with how happy that makes me. No, it's it, so good. It, it's like I, I want to just shout it from the rooftops. I, it, It's just just be, be prepared. 2024, did he do it on the uh, Obsessed with Death Network? It's coming. So good. So good. It's such a good name. I want to be oh, your my... sex doll tonight, bud. That's so fucking I, funny. I, I lo- oh, thank you for bringing that up. I definitely did not put that in my notes. Uh, I think I, I, I used it as a tweet and then forgot about it, but didn't get any love on Twitter either. So... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everybody on Twitter. Uh, did he did he do it coming in 2024? Uh, All right. Uh, this story is just insane. It's hilarious. It's terrifying. There was a man who survived nearly a month at sea. And essentially all he had to eat were some seasonings and Heinz ketchup. Of course, one of the most terrifying situations you could ever be put in is being lost at sea. The dude was lost at sea. Can you even fathom that happening to you and no. how you would react? No. I mean, that's that's easily a top five fear. Easy. Yeah. Like any anything with the ocean for me freaks me out. Um, but yeah, adrift a at sea. No. Terrifying. Fuck no. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. I, 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 he was he was on some some sort of small boat. And I would assume owning a boat, he at least felt relatively comfortable on the boat. But to be stuck in the middle of the ocean. With nothing but ketchup for a month is absolutely terrifying. The man survives. Somebody sees him, a passing by ship. I don't know if he shot a smoke signal at him. I don't know what it was, but somebody found him. I mean, that's basically winning the lottery twice at that point, right? Is like <laughs> yeah. not only getting st- stuck in the middle of the ocean, but then somebody finding you. I mean, it's a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Um. So he survives off of basically eating Heinz ketchup. And Heinz gets word that this happened. And they do the nice guy thing and they offer to buy this guy a new boat, which is great, but still sort of rubs me the wrong way because it's like, are you really trying to, is Heinz, do you need the publicity that bad? When you think of ketchup, what do you think of? Heinz. Heinz ketchup, yeah. right? For the most part. You Any think normal of, person. Yeah. Do they need the fucking publicity to help? To, oh, oh, Heinz ketchup saw a guy almost died in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> And decides to buy him a boat because their ketchup helped him live. Like, shut the fuck up. Buy him a boat and don't tell a fucking single person and just move on with it. You think this guy ever wants to see a fucking boat again? Heinz? You think he hey, wants Heinz. To, 
What are you going to fill the boat with ketchup? I'm sure he wants to eat ketchup anytime fucking soon. Do it again, man. Do it again. Look, they did it. They did a nice thing, but they did the absolute worst thing that you could do afterwards, which is get on the Internet and fucking tell everybody about it. I agree. Buy the guy the boat and just fuck off. Continue being a billion upon billion dollar empire of tomato sauce. Like, just fuck off. And also, you better buy him a nice fucking boat with like a radio in it. And he he could have multiple (laughs) women also on it with him. Because if they just bought him whatever tiny ass little tugboat he had before, I got a real problem with Heinz. (laughs) And why not just lean into the ketchup diet? Fuck this guy and, you know, buying him a boat. Just promote the fact that your ketchup can save Save, lives. Saved a man's life. Sure. Put him in a commercial. Get this guy paid. If if you want to get attention for it, really do something. Get him yeah. an agent and make him a commercial actor. Yeah. He's um, your, he's no. your mascot now. I mean, the, the the only thing they could have done worse is sort of what we just said, it's, it's like sending him like a lifetime supply of ketchup or something. Oh my like, god, that they worse. at least had a, somebody on their marketing team pitch that idea, and thank God for an intern or whoever that was like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> The only reason he's alive is because that's all he had to eat. Let's not give him more of that. Yeah. But, but again, I just it rubbed me the wrong way. I don't love them getting on social media. Who's following Heinz Ketchup on fucking Instagram? If you are, kill yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. Who it's is a weird thing them? to maybe don't kill yourself, but maybe unfollow. Eh, Stop following condiments on the internet. That's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. So of course. The idea of being stranded in the middle of the ocean on a boat. There are some of the cliche sort of hypotheticals that we have to get into. Uh, we'll, we'll knock this out and then you could all stop being uh, tortured by this insane podcast <laughs> that I absolutely love. Uh, OK, so my first question to you. Uh, we Well, no, we already went over that. Is it sort of a so- social media stretch? Yeah. Nightmare. I, I hate that they that they told anyone next time. Just buy him a boat and continue on. Um, Shut up. Being rich. Uh, okay, so if you survived, you're stuck on a boat, which condiment are you taking with you? What would well, you want to survive on? You could choose any condiment. What would it be? So my favorite condiment, flat out, is ranch. <laughs> I could not imagine just <laughs> drinking ranch dressing. The hot sun hitting the ranch is Oh, my tough. God. You imagine the smell? Oh, you just, oh. Just, just you and a bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. And Whoop. I'm just like, it's it's one of those squeeze bottles with the little like hole in the top cap. And I'm just like, no, I that's do, a fucking nightmare. I do love the idea of you just laying on your back and it's just you just have the bottle on your belly and you just squeeze yeah. and it just exactly. shoots like a rainbow into your yeah. mouth. <laughs> oh, I'd start getting creative with it. I'd start trying to catch it. What else you got to do? Yeah. So my favorite. Time. My favorite is ranch, but I think honestly, this is an honest answer. I think I yeah. could survive. I, I don't know if you could survive on it because I read that the reason why you could survive is because there's so much salt and sugar in ketchup. So it's basically like electrolytes. Oh, okay. Uh, he was making he was making a drink out of it. He was he had water bottles on there too, so he was making like a shitty oh, he was bloody drinking mary. Ke- yep, he dude, was, was surviving off of ketchup water. Yep, ketchup water. Wow. Nightmare, nightmare situation. I mean, somebody give this guy a gold fucking metal god damn all right but i think i could do honey mustard if i had if, if if it could if it could survive me i think i could stomach honey mustard for the longest amount of time yeah so essentially yeah the question is which one do you think you wouldn't get sick of the most you're going honey mustard i go honey mustard i i, I would i would flirt with ranch but i know ranch would be a, a, a cruel bitch so i would right. go honey mustard you're right i i the, the moment that ranch starts warming up warming it's up. done I, yep. Could you imagine trying to dump some ranch in a bottle of water and then having to drink it? Jesus Christ, no. dude. No, but the honey mustard, not so bad. I'm Sip a big some mustard. honey mustard. I'm a big mustard guy. Uh, I love I love a spicy mustard. So do now, I. I wouldn't I wouldn't choose spicy mustard as my, uh, you know, trapped at sea condiment because spicy I'm already stressed out. It's going to give me a tummy ache. It's just Oops. not going to work. It's not going to work right. Bad so, poops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're just, you know, you're bending. It's a lot. So I think I'm going barbecue sauce. Oh, God damn it. I'm going barbecue sauce. One, because it's my favorite condiment. Okay. It's 
it's got a little bit of that sweet and savory taste. So yeah. at least I'm like enjoying myself before a shark comes and just devours me. He's going to love it too. And I don't, I don't love the barbecue water bottle thing. <laughs> that mm-hmm. doesn't sound great. So I'm probably just going to keep them separate. I'm just going to, I'm going to be taking, I'm going to line it up on my arm. I'm going to snort mm-hmm. it. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to rub it on my gums. I'm just going <laughs> to barbecue sauce into every orifice of my body. And then just using the water is just chaser. Yeah. Maybe to clean up after I take a bath in barbecue sauce, but I'm I'm saving I'm I'm keeping them separate. I I didn't know about the water bottle thing, but I'm going barbecue sauce. So I think I think we're 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 close. Honey mustard barbecue sauce probably the way to go. I mean, you're a psycho if you say mayonnaise. Right? Oh, I mean, good you're, god! You're the same person. Good god! Just lapping mayonnaise, and then how do you get to the ones at the bottom of the jar? You're just fingering <laughs> mayonnaise into yourself. This is be a, this would be a good poll on uh on your Instagram or Twitter because. It's got to be one and two barbecue sauce and honey mustard. Got to be one and two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't really think of anything else that I that I would prefer. Like I, again, ranch has got to be the 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 bottom. It's got to yeah. be the last option. Yeah, that was but, really stupid of me. It's just no, a but it's your favorite. I know. So I get it. It's the reason I chose barbecue sauce, and it's like rest of my life I either get ranch or barbecue sauce. I'm going barbecue sauce. I agree. Flare gun to your head. You're definitely going barbecue. <laughs> barbecue is a sexy ketchup too. It's just a smoky, nice ketchup. So it's, it's a, that, yeah, that's the it's, greatest answer. It's it's the cooler condiment. It 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 dresses better. It dances better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, okay. Next question here. Uh, how quickly would you give up if you were lost lost at sea or or on an island? So I'm giving you the option here. You could either whatever you're on a boat trapped or you're on an island how quick do you give up and just try and kill yourself i thought about this way too long at sea i'm never quitting because a bigger fear for me i'd rather die on the deck of a boat than die in the ocean so i'm not quitting at sea i'm probably trying everything but on an island and it reminds me of um what's the tom hanks movie castaway castaway where he tries to kill himself by jumping yeah. off the cliff i think honestly on an island i would just become so lonely and depressed and i can't imagine being in that headspace that i would probably try to i wouldn't i wouldn't try to keep it going on an island but in the sea i'm doing everything i can all right so you're on the island a week a month how long you how, 24 hours when's lunch <laughs> i don't Once think the sun I, starts to set yeah if i if i know it's going to get cold i'm like fuck this yeah I'm fucking done but no i don't know i think i'd probably in all honesty i i i would try for a while but i know stranded on an island i would be overcome with sadness and i I wouldn't i wouldn't like i don't have that i don't have that thing in me that like gotta keep going shit i just don't got it and i don't have survival skills yeah i'm with you man i i I would do terrible on an island i would say i'd maybe try for a week the moment that like i really got hungry i'd probably just kill myself as soon as it's like i'm fucking hungry that's it because i'm not building a fishing pole i'm not pulling salmon out of the water making a calendar I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, catching a squirrel with a, with a, a, a tree trap. Like I'm just, no. I'm the only way I'd even be able to survive at all is if I, I landed on an Island that was like, maybe had coconut trees and I could just like eat, I could just drink coconut juice mm-hmm. until I run out of coconuts. And then I just kill myself. If I made it a week, I'd be surprised. Me too. But again, we're it's 6 PM as we're recording this podcast. Uh, it, which is my dinner time, and I'm hungry right now. So I'm. You're ready if to. I had, if I had these, <laughs> you're ready to kill this podcast. I'm ready to just hit the end button because it's yeah. did did time, <laughs> and and if I was stranded on an island with no potential for for dinner, I'd lose it. I'd I lose agree. It. I agree, dude. So, it, it would astonish me if I lasted five days. I have no survival. I have no instincts like that. I definitely, like you're saying, couldn't fashion a hunting weapon yeah i would be I would, I would be scared if i got too close to a squirrel to be honest absolutely and i'm pretty sure there aren't i said squirrel before i don't think there's any are squirrels on m- m- middle of the world islands? exactly I don't so. dude we don't know shit <laughs> we're, we're dead idiots. so um also really quick uh you mentioned castaway did you ever see swiss army man no oh buddy 
put it on your list. It okay. is by far it's a it's a stranded on a desert island movie. Uh, w- with uh, I can't think of the kid's name, Harry Potter and another kid. It's just the two of Daniel them. Daniel Radcliffe. He, yes, yes, him. But okay. then there's another guy I can't remember his name. Uh, he played like the Riddler in the new Batman. Oh, um, uh, Paul Dano. Yes, Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. It's the most insane movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I don't really want to give away a lot, but just to explain how chaotic and, and strange this movie is, there is a part in the movie where Paul Dano is riding Daniel Ratcliffe like a jet ski, and Daniel Ratcliffe is powering his body with farts. So, <laughs> oh, man. I'll watch it right now, dude. Let's please, let's please, wrap up. Hit end. Please watch that movie. Uh, the soundtrack was done by Manchester Orchestra, which is one of my favorite bands, this guy Andy band. Hull. Uh, it, it's a beautiful, strange, fucked up, incredible movie. Check out that movie. It's insane uh, and amazing. Uh, I, I uh, Okay. Would you rather be alone on the island or would you want another person with you? Or five people with you? Do mm. you what, what would you go with? Uh, one, one, or do you want one person? Do you want a group or you want by yourself? I'd either be alone or with a group. A group okay. actually sounds like it. I, I, I feel like I could figure that out with a group. Somebody would have some kind of skill and then sure. I could like Lord of the Flies kind of thing. And I could just be like piggy, just big, big old fat idiot. Doesn't do nothing. But, um, yeah, I, but not with one person. I wouldn't want to be there with one other person. I think that that's fucking torture. Okay. I'm with you. I, I totally get where you're going. I think, of course, yeah, the, the, your odds are better with a, a higher number of people. My brain just immediately goes to these people are going to they're going to be so annoyed. I'm going to be so annoyed. I'm going to wish I was alone mm-hmm. it, it, within 24 hours. I get you're stranded on an island. You're, the idea of being alone is lonely and scary. But I mean, just think of like the, the guy at work who just mm-hmm. drives you insane. He's can't, he's on the island with you. It's can't stop clearing the, his voice. He's like, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, he just it, terrible jokes. His breath stinks. It's not going to get any better after whatever food you're eating on that island. True. So my I'm selfish. I immediately go. I, I just want to I want to die alone. I just want it to be me. I don't want anybody else. If I ever get discovered, if there's a if there's an article in the newspaper, I want it. I want my name in the headline. and Nobody else's. <laughs> just Rob. <laughs> I don't want anybody else getting any of the credit if I do survive. Okay, I like it. I just, I, I don't, yeah. I would want to be alone, and then, of course, I, I, as soon as I got hungry, I would kill myself. Um, all right, and the last question here. Besides the obvious of just being uncomfortable and being stranded on an island or on a boat or whatever, what would be, your, like, your biggest issue? Or, like, what would you miss, you think, the most? Besides the obvious stuff. Or it could be obvious, whatever you want. It's your goddamn answer. I have a feeling that I would be overcome. Like, I would be so, I think this is a dumb answer, but I feel like being completely divorced of technology, no phone, yeah, would be the first thing that I start like reaching for. You know what I'm saying? Or like thinking about, like, oh, let me just look this up real quick. You have nothing. I have, yeah. I have no knowledge of anything. I've read like four books in my life and that stopped at like fifth grade. <laughs> I don't know much. So I would always be like, okay, how do I figure this out? And I would constantly be thinking about, just look it up. Just look it up. Yeah. And so I think immediately my technology would be the thing that fucked me up so bad. Okay. It's done a number on me already. And I know that I would miss it right away. I love the idea of being stranded on an island and you're like, I wish I could check Instagram right now. Yeah. Or ha- ha- let me YouTube how to fashion an arrow. And I'd be like, oh shit, you can't do that. For sure. Um, I'm going toilet paper. I would oh. miss I would miss toilet paper immediately. The that first fucking lonely shit on the island, you dig a hole in the sand. The moment you realize you don't have any toilet paper, I mean, it's just I would lose my mind. But even if it was just like that, like so let's even say like you go down on a plane and it has that shitty single ply. I would be scattering the ocean just to see if I could find a roll of that fucking tissue paper. I would take it. And and look, I would I would walk into the middle of the ocean and just I, take a shit in the ocean, whatever I got. That's do. what I would do. I'd but, put it in the ocean. But I don't care what you say, you're gonna come out of that ocean and you're gonna want to dry off. And if you and, and if you don't have that good TP, that's, right. that's 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 the 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 mental game I'm going with. 
Yep. I, I I need food in my belly and toilet paper. You need a clean a clean bum and a full belly. Granted, uh, yes, I would also be sad I couldn't listen to a podcast while I was stranded on an island. That would, that <laughs> Not would this suck. one, but, but one of them. My brain immediately goes to toilet paper and uh I mean, look dude, I I've had some 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 bad situations happen to me, you know. I'm a grown man. I've I've mm-hmm. had I've had Taco Bell before. Yeah, we're all adults you know? here. We've all had to use a sock before, right? 100%. Shit in a Sears, everyone knows. No, Sears is nice, I, actually. If, if anybody's we, out there listening, we do, I, I don't think we're doing episode titles like it's just going to be episode two. But if we were titling this episode, I would call it shitting in a Sears. <laughs> it's the best one. It's honestly the best one. They're always clean. I don't think people shit in Sears except me and a couple of my friends. So we're the only ones who have ever been in there. They smell nice and there's always nice music. And then you walk out and you get to look at, you know, but, washing machines and shit. You, you nailed it. That is that is an under an underappreciated thing. I think in this world, a nice public bathroom. I always I always used to go Barnes and Noble. Barnes mm, and Noble. Oh God, usually, I imagine great. Usually pretty great. Usually pretty great. Unless you know you get that one thing where you okay. We, we don't need to. This isn't a shitting podcast. Mm-hmm. Although I would totally listen to a podcast about that's the that, fourth. That's, <laughs> yes, that's the fourth show on this. If somebody did a podcast where they were just rating and ranking best public bathrooms, I'd listen every week. Anyway, that one's a free one. You guys take that. You do what you want with it. But <laughs> uh, okay, thank you so much for listening, uh, Gary, buddy. This is you're the best. This is so much fun. You I are. Can't dude, wait you to are. do another one. Uh, sp- spread the word. Tell your friends. Like I said, I think my new favorite idea is just start going up to strangers at the grocery store and just whispering into their ears and tell them about the podcast. Uh, you know, it, it could turn uh bad, but who knows? Maybe you'll make a new friend. Yeah. All right. Uh thank you for listening. Uh goodbye forever. Yeah.